eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. A tough weekend for you guys, I know. Cut a tough couple of weeks. Um, watched your, uh, you know, really intently watched your game against Washington State on, what was it, Wednesday night or whatever night it was um, back there in Pullman. And, um, you know, six of 21 from the line, that obviously is the difference in that game because you don't go to overtime. Um, obviously disappointing, just your comments on going six of 21 from the line, but also how do you go about uh, improving that? Is it psychological or is it just reps? Oh, uh, we had a great game at Washington State. I thought defensively we were extremely, extremely sharp. Um, you know, so proud of a lot of things that we did well in that game. I think we're a team that's finding our way offensively, and often you can see that at the free throw line. Uh, and that night we did, uh, we did show that uh, something that we continue to work on is just our efficiency on the offensive end of the floor, and so just a lot of time and reps. And, um, you know, we're a team that hasn't shot that poorly at the free throw line before. Um, and so, you know, I do think that that's an environment where maybe we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And um, so I think it's a blend of just um, getting our reps and also psychological. Um, and, and, you know, where, where's the team at mentally right now um, with kind of some of the struggles that you guys have had, you know, you're on a bit of a losing streak right now, but I, you can see some of the improvement, but where's the, where are they at mentally right now? Yeah, I'm really proud of our group. Uh, you know, one of the things that we talked about at the beginning of the season is if we were going to be results-based, that sometimes that just um, takes you off track, especially new staff, new group have to learn each other. And so sometimes it takes a while for those things to come together, but we wanted to be process-focused. And so, you know, are we um, getting better each day? You know, do we have that kind of growth mindset of these are the areas that we need to continue to improve? And our team's been able to identify areas through our non-conference, through the beginning of our conference that we wanted to keep working on. And I would say most games we can walk into the locker room at the end and have some enthusiasm for where we're headed, uh, especially after, you know, our each conference game until this last game. I think, um, you know, in the locker room, you felt an energy um, about where we're headed uh, and how much we've improved. I think this last game, we were all a little disappointed because um, we didn't kind of have that same standard of excellence in how we, um, you know, go about the game and uh, about the process. Um, we got a little maybe too results driven in that game. And I think you could see that in some of the things that we, um, you know, that we did. 
you guys are on the road at Utah and then Colorado this week. Give me just kind of a quick preview of what you guys have seen from watching film of those, of those teams. Yeah, I mean, two great teams, well-coached teams. I mean, uh, I think every team in the in the Pac-12 is going to be a great competition for us. I'm a, I'm a one-game-at-a-time person. So, um, you know, I think Utah is shooting the ball really, really well. I mean, um, from the three is is really impressive, and we're a really good defensive team at the three-point line especially, and so it should be a fun matchup there. And obviously, you know, rebounding, they do a great job. Um, I think they're second in the Pac-12 maybe um, in uh, defensive rebounding. And, um, you know, we did a great job at Washington State rebounding, got to do a little bit better job, um, you know, going forward, uh, didn't have a great rebounding uh, day uh, Sunday, get my days confused. Uh, so, you know, and then just multiple efforts when you're guarding a great shooting team, you, you want to have multiple efforts on the defensive end of the floor. Thanks, coach. Mm -hmm. All right, Evie, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hi. Hi, Evie. Um, so... Basically, you kind of started to go into it, but I did remember last game you mentioned, which was yesterday, I guess, <laughs> you mentioned that, yeah, we, we are very um, kind of opposed to being results focused, you know, we're keeping, we want to focus on our progress, but you also mentioned it is getting pretty hard to like, kind of get every single game you kind of get into that mindset where you're like oh well this is going to be it this is where our progress is finally going to like come to fruition and then you kind of put pressure on yourself so I was wondering if you could like elaborate on that and how you and the team kind of like combat like getting into that kind of two you know like we have to win this game yeah absolutely uh, it's very hard to be process focused I mean I think that we're competitors and we play this game to win it and so, um, you know, but I do think that there has to be a, a great evaluation of where you are um, and the things that you have to improve to be able to be successful. Uh, and I think that's something that we teach. That's in life as well. I mean, when we go into the corporate world, when we go into the hospitals to work, wherever our student athletes go for their professions, um, they're going to come up and, and they're going to have a little less experience. They're going to have a little less um, uh, you know, camaraderie in the environment that they're working in and the people that have already been there. And so you're always facing those kinds of things. And um, I think you just have to go in and do your job every day and you do it to the best of your ability. And slowly things start to happen for you. You start to get more comfortable, you start to know the people you work with, you start to be able to excel because obviously you have that experience. And so that's kind of where our team is, is you know, we've been really close. A lot of people keep saying that, those kinds of things. We've played really well against some great uh, teams, um, but we still have things that we're missing. And as Scott alluded to, I mean, there's some things that we need to do better and that's within our control and that's part of the process. So you don't get to skip that and just get results. And so um, I've read something today that I thought was really, you know, important for us to keep talking about. And that's like, you don't always get your goals, but you should always get your standards you know, and we, we have a standard of the way we play, of the way we train, of the way we practice. And I think that yesterday was a day that we could look back and say, hey, we didn't get our standard. You know, uh, it wasn't about the goal. It wasn't about the winning. winning. We weren't who we normally are. And so that's something that we really want to really take pride in, you know, every day that we take the court together. I hope that makes sense. Oh, yeah, it does. Um, I guess you... I guess this is sort of building off that, but do you, any uh, specific ways you're going to continue to keep morale up among like teammates or fans? 
Yeah, great question. I mean, I love that, um, you know, we our theme for the season is March with us. And so I don't know if you've ever read, I think it was great by choice that uh, we were reading this summer. And um, they talked about the 20 mile march and how, you know, there was uh, an exploration team, you know, going um, to the South Pole. And anyway, there was two teams competing. Long story, I'm, I'm off topic. But the point was um, that there were two teams and one went according to how they felt. So it was a really freezing day. They didn't travel as far if the conditions were good. They went way past their mileage. They usually went. And then the other team went 20 miles every day. They just, that was their goal. We're going to go 20 miles in the brutal weather. We're going to go 20 miles in the good weather. Like we're going to show up and we're going to do what we need to do every day. And we're going to be consistent. And so um, I think our team really understands how that is life-changing. Like we've been in the pandemic, we've been in, in and out of games, we've in and out of court, we can't practice, we can't go to school, we're back online, you know, but what do you have control over is the effort that you give every day. And so we want to be a 20 mile team. We want to come into practice the next day and we want to go to work. And honestly, we play this game because we love it. We love to be a part of a team. We love to play the basketball, the game of basketball. And so there should be a natural joy anyway. I mean, we're not going to make this miserable. We're going to make this a growth environment. And I think that's exciting because we know we can get better. We know that we have seen and proven that this is a team that is committed to getting better. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Scott, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey, coach, uh, I, I appreciate all, all that you that you've been talking about. So just tell me about your some of the younger players that and how they're coming along, maybe some that fans haven't seen very much of and why players that they should be excited about, not just the remainder of this year, but maybe in the next year or two, three years. I want to compliment your background and you need to tell me how you did that. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> So I just didn't want the back of my office. That's a window. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so my little plant is not nearly as cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm so sorry. This is just really cool. I had to say that. I love our, I love our city. I love the skylines. So, um, so back to the younger players. I think there's a lot of players on this team that are working very hard. You know, I actually had a conversation with some of our younger players recently about what's always hard to make the transition to college because you are facing experience and strength a lot, you know? So now that with all the COVID years, you're play, you're facing players that have played four or five years, you know, and you've just come to college. So their bodies are stronger and they've had a ton of experience and they know how to guard, you know, different actions. And so I would say everybody's putting great work in right now. I think our sports performance coach is doing a tremendous job um, of making sure that we continue to, you know, to, to expand and grow the way we need to. And, and obviously coming out of COVID, not helpful um, for them as either, because it kind of took our uh, strength program uh, back a bit. But, you know, I love the way that we're training and, and how we're continuing to work. So I, I see that that growth is coming. You, you talk about the strength program. And is that something that you come in with and you have a plan or do you meet with the strength coach that you because I, I cover football typically. So it's a lot different lifting weights for football than it is for basketball. So is there is there something that where you work out and say, these are what I want? These are the skills I want my players to have and the strengths they're going to need. 
Yeah, great question. And absolutely. Um, I think the, the thing that's most important when you're um, training young women, uh, especially those that want to be professional athletes one day, is are we training for the game of basketball and are we training in a way that brings you longevity so it prevents injury? And because women have different injuries than men, and I think your sports performance coach has to understand that and try to help us build their bodies in a way that would help us potentially prevent some of those injuries, as well as keep us moving the way we need to move for the game of basketball. So we are functional movement based. Um, you know, we train in a way that is movement based on the way we play the game. Um, so we're not as heavy a weight, for instance, as a football uh, player would train. And um, we have to give thought to like knees and different things like that. So that the injuries that we have more, I think he's done a tremendous job of starting that it's years really foundational. And I think that um, players that get in a functional movement program and they're in it for several years, the injury rate has gone down tremendously. I know at Maryland, when we switched to functional movement, our injury rate went way down um, and we ended up going to two final fours not long after that. And I do think that that was a big part of um, kind of that push toward our, our players health. And that let us have the best players on the court, which is what you need to have at the end of the year. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.